it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. It is so wonderful to be with you today. We are today going to be talking about episode seven of Daredevil on Netflix. Marvel's Daredevil, exclusively on Netflix. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so we hit the halfway mark with this episode, right? This is the central episode of the of the of the piece. Um and I have a feeling these last six episodes are probably going to tie into a big arc like the first six episodes did, but this was like a nice little halfway point where we're like dealing with a different story completely, really, um with Stick. Yeah, it it felt kind of like this is the one where Matt Murdock gets clued in to what is actually going on. For for six episodes, our hero has not known what actually is going on in Hell's Kitchen. He's been hmm. beating people up and asking names. And Stick is just like, you're stupid. Here's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that that <laughs> he knows he knows what's going on with Fisk. Um, it seems like uh, Stick knows a lot. And... I mean, I guess we just have to talk about it right off the bat. That that final scene uh, where he's talking to to some man we that we can't see. Oh, man. I, mm. Captain McScarry back. <laughs> you really like giving people Scottish names, don't you? <laughs> I just just people that we meet in the final scene that we don't see their faces. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. oh man, I can't. I can't say with certainty who that is. I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, let's not go too much into comic booky spoilers cuz I just want to I just want to just based on what we see and what we know, like what 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 is this about? When the door doors open, will he be ready? Man, <sighs> what does that mean? I can only I imagine. Know. I don't write the show. I don't know. Based on what we know about Marvel and and what they're what's coming through Marvel, this seems like a mystical element they're going to add into the show. Yes. Um, I'm not sure of that. It could mean, like, when the doors of opportunity open. But no. this seems... It's mystical. Um, we do know that Marvel is is soon making, um, oh goodness, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, which is all about the mystical elements of the Marvel Universe, and uh, so I'm, I have a feeling they're going to take Daredevil there, which I was not expecting. Well, Doctor Strange was a founding member of the Defenders. Was he? Mm-hmm. In comics. 
Interesting. Oh, man. So in the Defenders had mystical, were fighting mystical battles in the comics. Yeah. Neat. Because, see, I, well, I guess... Ghost I guess, Rider was also a member of the Defenders. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I'm, I keep thinking there's that... There's a lot of that going on. I keep thinking that this, this, uh, this show is... The street-level heroes is going to be more down-to-earth, and it's, it's just going to be a crime drama. I had no idea it was going to take a turn toward mystical at all. And so I was totally surprised by that last scene with, like, some sort of, um, you know, looked like a self-flagellating... Uh, dark menace of some sort that has that stick is kneeling before so some sort of um yeah like who does stick report to yeah apparently this guy that guy i'm gonna i'm gonna uh call him zordon okay (laughs) that's fair wait zordon was the big floating head or was zordon the uh zordon was the big floating head yeah are you thinking about Alpha Five? No, no, I'm thinking about uh Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Is he the guy that like had muscle on the outside or something? Yeah, his uh yeah, he, he basically had no skin. Yeah. And his brain yeah. was showing. That's who I was thinking of. That's Lord Zed. <laughs> okay. Not Zordon. <laughs> Alright. Like... This is not the Power Rangers cast. <laughs> I mean, I won't be upset if we did one. <laughs> Um, we can talk about I mean, the it, best it, of the it, worst. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. I've revealed too much. <laughs> um, I've revealed my childhood. You so weren't supposed to know. I didn't know. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about Stick. I don't know anything about Daredevil. Um, I, I, I've read some Daredevil comics here and there, but I didn't know anything about Stick, and so I had no idea he was still alive. So, like all the clips we've seen in. Um, and, and the trailers and such have all been of Stick training him. So I just assumed this, and he was an old man when he's training him. So I just assumed that Stick was going to train him and then die or, you know, leave the show completely. Need to be avenged. Exactly. Something like that. I, I yeah. just assumed that. Um, I did well, not expect the scene. He might have. He might have already died because, you know, as we know, death means nothing in the MCU. <laughs> oh, oh, poor, poor, poor Marvel. <laughs> Poor us. Uh, uh, no, I I really thought that he wasn't going to be around. And so that first opening scene when uh, the character, the titular character of this episode is like killing a man with a sword. I was like, oh, what? What? Who's this old man? Is he still alive? He's still not just alive, but he's still kicking, man. Like literally kicking. Yeah. Old men don't normally kick that well. You, you, you know... Scott Glenn is a spry old fellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all those stunts were him. Yeah, every single one of them. Yep. Doesn't Nobody wore wigs and anything. Mm-mm. No, I, yeah, I was just not expecting Stick to be there. I was not expecting Stick to be part of the current uh, problem or solution. Um, and it just seems like this guy is doing some sort of war that is completely unrelated to the current war. Well, I can't even say unrelated because some of the same players are involved yep with this black sky child i don't even know what that is i don't know uh, it, it, i thought I, they're already in human trafficking and he was talking about like it destroying his city i was thinking it was like maybe like a disease carrying child like a like a biological weapon he said i don't know i've seen that in a movie where like a biological weapon could only be held in a live host or something like that. That was what that was my best guess of what Black Sky was. 
and that it was going to be released on the city if Daredevil and him didn't stop it, which would make sense why I'd need to kill him, blah, blah, blah. But, uh... You know what I was thinking? Like, I was thinking Stick would be like, he's already dead. He had the black sky inside of him, or, you know, whatever. But, uh, then that last scene makes it seem mystical. What were you thinking? Inhumans. Hmm. Interesting. It's probably not what it is, but... Like, the kid was an inhuman? Yeah. Huh. Could be. Maybe there's a, uh... Maybe there's a they. Oh, well, I guess they never know what their powers are going to be. I was going to say maybe there's a uh, Cree temple in uh, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Probably but, not. You know they have those tunnels that were built. The access tunnels. The access tunnels lead. The reason they had to close them was because all these Inhumans kept going down to the Cree temples and creating all kinds of black skies. See sky. Sky. You're you're. You're too far. Okay, you're right. I'm too. You're far. like foggy. You keep digging yourself into holes. Oh, um, so I think it's interesting and good, I guess. But uh, that foggy's in on the loop on this whole case. But it's a little. You it's, know, you talked it's about disjointed. It is. Well, you talked about Daredevil, but not knowing fully what's going on. But then the crazy foggy. thing is, no, foggy and Karen and Ben all have a better grasp. Of what's going on in the crime syndicate, <laughs> they have a they have a they have a nice little pin board. Yeah, uh, which we 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 didn't talk about last last episode, but we paused it for a while and what, looked at that pin board and just to see what all those all those uh, markers on. We and we right before that we had just had a cast where we talked about what all the the structure and then we the, yeah. uh, turn on the next episode. Oh yeah, there's the structure. There's the structure we were looking for. <laughs> um. Well, see, we talk about it before it actually comes to fruition. That's <laughs> what we do. That's what we do. We're it's our just thing. Precogs over here. <laughs> so, Stick leaving him as a child was rough. Yeah. Like, that's a rough thing to do. So, there's two narratives that I can piece together from all the, the actions in this, in this. They left it very much up to interpretation. So, either Stick... And one of them seems more likely to me. So, so, so here's the here's what I'm, what I see. Stick either left him because he didn't think he could be a soldier, or or he left him because he cared for him too much and couldn't make him a soldier. Or he didn't want the kid making him go soft. That's kind of what I mean by care for him too much. Too yes, I, I agree. He did talk about how relationships weaken you and all, yeah. all of that. Um, I so, can't so, have this kid tying me down. Exactly. Um, now, him still having the bracelet seems like it leans more toward he couldn't have the kid tie him down or he couldn't bring himself to make this young kid a soldier. Yeah. He cared about him too much, in other words. Um, but I'm. why did it fall off in that fight? Stick apparently fights all the time. It seems to me like Stick intentionally left that bracelet. Oh, yeah. Which, to me, sounds just straight-up manipulative. It is. That's what Stick is. Mm. I mean, you could... You saw? He called him names. Got him to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And he, and he lied to him. I'm not, I'm not digging this Stick guy. I mean, obviously, he's responsible in many ways for, for getting uh, Matt Murdock on the path toward being Daredevil. But... But man, I don't like his methods. I also 
uh, you know that's that's a lot of what what's going on on this show. We talked about it last week with Fisk and Matt Murdock having different methods. Yeah. This this episode shows they're fighting two different wars, but they also their methods are different. You know. Yeah. Stick seems like he'll go further, obviously, with killing that child. Which happened off screen, but I'm assuming, if we assume he's telling the truth, he killed that child. The faceless guy, Mr. McScarryback, whatever yep. you call him. Captain McScarryback. <laughs> um, he said... Uh, Dr. McScarryback. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, he was saying, when Stick told him that Black Sky is no longer a threat, he said, for now. Huh. Interesting. So... We we just don't know what have any any inkling what Black Sky is or how that kid ties to it, or if if that kid was Black Sky or if that kid was carrying Black Sky or if that kid was possessed by Black Sky or just what is Black Sky? I I I don't know any. I knew very little about the cosmic the cosmic universe, the cosmic Marvel universe. I know. I knew little, but I knew a little, you know, like this. I know nothing of the uh, mystical Marvel universe. So, you know, stick. I know now. That's I now a, know no, stick. it's a pun. It's a pun. Like, you know, dick. Yeah. Because stick is a dick. I get it. Matt I called him it. that. And that was real good. <laughs> what did you learn? I, I learned a lot. We were gone. What did you learn? You're I learned a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. And. There's some other really great line we, we forgot to mention yesterday. Oh, gosh. Which one? Oh, I don't speak asshole. <laughs> yes. I don't speak asshole. Uh, we, uh. We, 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 we neglected to mention that on yesterday's cast. And I just wanted to toss out there in episode six when he says the Russian is speaking at him in Russian at Vladimir. And he says, I don't, I don't speak, speak asshole. asshole. I got none of that. I got none of that. I don't speak asshole. <laughs> oh, so good. He's got some really great one-liners, and like he does. the interaction I, between him and Stick is probably some of the funniest stuff. I didn't expect. Yeah, it was it was really good. I didn't expect Daredevil to be so jokey. Um, he's, I which I just I love a good I love a good jokey superhero. It's I it, he seems to be more of a dry jokey superhero yeah. in that kind of like bitter sort of way. Yeah, he's a bitter dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's had a hard life. Yeah, I was blinded when I was nine, jackass. Yeah, and I'll... now you're screwing up my city. Mm-hmm. Justice. I'm... Man, this just felt like such a departure from the rest of the series so far. You know, you know, you know me. I love an overarching story, and I don't always. I very rarely love a, a villain of the week or creature of the week or guest star of the week episode. Yeah, but this one just opened up the show to so many other some like it was like oh oh there's a whole nother war going on like you're dealing with fisk right now but there's a different war happening that you're <laughs> there's not even a lot of, of other shit going on man good job marvel <laughs> good job this this probably was one of the most exciting episodes since the like i've enjoyed every episode but this one's got me most like on edge like what is going on and i'm i'm, I'm i don't i don't think they're going to come back to this plot line this season i don't feel like is that your prediction that's my prediction okay they're not coming back to this they might maybe like in the last episode or whatever but i have a feeling it's going to stay they're either going to save it for defenders maybe which 
if they, you know, we talked about about how Defenders is coming out, it probably in twenty sixteen, probably late twenty sixteen, if if they keep on the schedule, that's after Doctor Strange. Yeah, it is. So, I have a feeling that the if 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 all of this holds true, and and this is a mystical element. I have a feeling this storyline they just introduced with Stick may not come back until after Daredevil, or maybe in Daredevil Season 2 we'll get a glimmer of it. But then after Doctor Strange, maybe the events of Doctor Strange cause fallout, much like, cause mystical fallout, much like an Avengers movie does on Ag- on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we get, a, the, in the Defenders, they're dealing with cleanup or something of that nature uh, or they might just be teaming up with Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's it's very possible. He could absolutely show up. He he, Nick Cumberbatch does TV. Yeah, he does. <laughs> very long episodes of TV. Yeah, he does. Great episodes of TV. Yes, um, Sherlock's awesome. That um, that thought that you just had there is part of one of my theories. Okay. About who that guy was. Uh, are your theories very spoilery? Should we do a little spoiler section and do some uh, comics talk? Mm, no. Maybe. If you've got theories, I say we do a spoiler section and go for it. Was there anything else in this episode you want to talk about, really? Nah, I mean, the non-stick Daredevil stuff was really slow. There wasn't much. It was just basically they introduced... There was that really long exposition to have Karen finally realize that Foggy was in love with her. Yeah, I did like that Foggy got to get in the fight a little bit. Yeah, and then he got to to hit the guy with the bat. Claire did it better. Yep, Claire hits people with bats better than Foggy does. I don't know, maybe... Foggy Bear, sorry. Foggy Foggy Bear and Claire. I liked Foggy Bear. I like that that as a nickname. It also, (laughs) also, it was a a bleach blonde uh, sort of um, girl, kind of seemed sort of... I don't know. Um, I'll just say this. For any Buffy fans, she reminded me of Harmony, who called Spike Blondie Bear. And this is the same writers, some of the same writers. It seemed very much like a callback for me for to, to the uh, Buffy Angel days of Harmony running around calling uh, Spike Blondie Bear. Uh, you guys with your inside jokes. Oh, yep. Sorry. That was for, that was for the Buffy fans. <laughs> Buffy Angel fans, I guess. Oh, Blondie Bear. <laughs> you gotta quit. So good. <laughs> you gotta quit that. So good. Okay, anyway, Foggy Bear, right. So Foggy Bear uh, got to get in a fight a little bit, He, she, she, which I guess earns the trust of Karen to bring him in on the other stuff. Um, when, you do, when do you think that it is going to intersect and Matt Murdock is going to find out what his friends are doing? Hmm... Because they have more information than he does at this point. When... When they know too much and they get taken by Fisk as hostages. Yeah, that's pretty likely. I'm I'm thinking it might go almost the entire season. Like, second to last episode, cliffhanger with, like, they've been captured, he finds out... He has to swoop in the last episode as him taking on the entire organization to save his friends. Like, that seems like the course it's going on. But they've so far, this show has surprised me in every episode. Yeah. Every episode of this show has been a, a 
it's like it never nice shocking moment it gives you it it has the chance to follow every formula ever but they don't do any of it so far yeah they just they're like let's make our own show <laughs> let this be the formula yeah you know man i I've, I've been thinking that the defenders was going to be them all coming together to take down fisk but it seems like this show might be focused on fisk and they might go into this whole mystical element with defenders i had no idea defenders had a mystical element in the comics i am pretty on board with that especially <laughs> uh yeah uh, as an angel fan especially <laughs> <laughs> oh man this show uh, Tonight was the first time watching the credits that I saw Stephen tonight and Drew Goddard's name on there. I just wasn't paying attention previously. And they're they're both uh, Buffy Angel alums. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this show. This show is like a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything I could ever like, hope it could be. In my Marvel Cinematic Universe, two of my favorite guys uh, producing a show. God, it's just great. I just like, great. I like how you claim ownership in my Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, my Marvel Cinematic Universe. Come on. This is my MCU, bruh. If any fan can claim ownership, <laughs> I think we have uh, we do a, we, we, we have a weekly podcast that we, we don't miss a week. And right now, it's daily. That's uh, true. A daily podcast at about this point. This this cinematic universe. I think we can, if any fan can, we can claim ownership, and I think all the fans can. <laughs> We're pretty big fans of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a little bit. All right, guys. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, we're gonna we're gonna. Kind of do a little sign off here, and then we're going to go into a spoiler section. We're just going to throw out some theories. Oh man, theories! Forcing my hand. Yeah, you know you want your hand forced because if you're right, you're going to gloat for weeks, and if oh, you're wrong, you'll just I'm never mention years it again. about it. <laughs> if you're wrong, you'll just never mention it again. If I'm wrong, then we go and delete the content from the web. Because <laughs> I can't be wrong. <laughs> Cause the universe to explode. It would. Um, so. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine. Uh, if you'd like to hit us up on the web, go to mcucast.com. You can find all the ways to connect with us there. But if you want to hit us up on Twitter, we're at, at mcucast, facebook.com slash mcucast, or just email us at mcucast at gmail.com. If you want to really help us out, go leave us a five-star review on iTunes and uh, just subscribe so you get our content in your ear holes every week. <laughs> Um, but if you'd like to do my favorite form of feedback, which is to leave a voicemail so we can play it on the show, you know, just cause free content, uh, five, seven, three cast MCU, five, seven, three cast MCU. Call in and pat our minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you call in, we only have to talk for 14 minutes on the show. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We love you all. Talk to you tomorrow. Wait, what about the spoilery stuff? Oh, right. You promised me I, so I was talking, a chance to force my hand. I was talking to the listeners that are not listening to the spoiler stuff. I've All right. The secondary spoiler alert type thing for uh, whatever Jeff's going to say Baron Mordo. All right, Baron Mordo. Who's Baron Mordo? Baron Mordo is a very large villain of. Uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, he thought that he was going to be next in line to become the Sorcerer Supreme, but he wasn't because he wanted it too much. Okay. So. 
it could be him. All right. Uh, and it could be the mystical aspect of it. Uh, also, I've, I've made this joke twice now, um, forcing my hand. The yes. hand is a uh, an evil ninja organization that Stick is always fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm guessing that's what uh, the Foot Clan was probably based on. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> probably like a little, little nod. Because, I mean, that was... Those those comics where the Foot Clan was first invented in the Ninja Turtles comics were, were like us. They're supposed to be a, you know, satire about other comic book stuff. So I'm guessing yeah. the foot was the hand. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what that's that joke that I've made. But I think that that guy could be a, uh, a placeholder for Baron Mordo. Um, seeing as he's talking about the doors open and black sky being a thing could be um is it mephisto Mm. i don't think it's mephisto i've I've seen mephisto in various incarnations no it's dormammu that's who it is um dormammu is another one of um another one of dr strange's big foes and the way that they did it in the Doctor Strange animated feature that is on Netflix right now, mm-hmm. um, Dormammu got children together, like kind of possessed children, and walked them into the same place so that all of them could be a window, so to speak, out of his shadow realm. And they were all coma patients. Hmm. So they were very well connected to the spirit realm, apparently. So he got them all together so that he could kind of manifest himself there. And when he did, it turned the sky black. Hmm. That sounds that sounds like a very possible scenario. And also, um, I don't know if this might the the Russians were uh, if if somehow Kingpin is involved in this, Russians were stealing children. And delivering them to someone. Yes, they were. Holy. What if that all ties in? Did I just nail this down? <laughs> Did I just nail this whole thing down? I don't know. And, and that would explain why they, like, really need a group of children. Maybe they were, like, experimenting to find the children that did have a connection to the realm or something. And then they found that one, and he was Black Sky, and they were bringing him back. But then they're going to continue looking for more of them. I don't know, man. I don't know. But def- definitely seems like it could be legit, or so, you know, it could could be in there. It might just we might be just entirely wrong. Oh yeah, I'm sure we are. <laughs> but uh, but it's, that it's, possibility does exist. I I refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's the main theory that I'm that I'm currently running on after having seen it ten minutes ago. Mm. Yep. I I like it. I like it. Um, definitely the way they had that kid chained and the way they, they talked about the child, it really definitely seems like a, uh, some sort of mystical abilities to bring forth some sort of apocalypse onto hell's kitchen. And I wonder if, you know, it's really does tie together. If Fisk thinks that maybe he saw the battle of New York and he sees the destruction wrought and how he's able to bring forth change by destroying the past and building a f- better future. 
And so he thinks, well, why don't I get in league with these uh, shadowy people who can bring a real destruction down on, on this plane, level Hell's Kitchen, and I'll rebuild it in my own image. Could very well be that. And if that if something like that happens, I have a feeling that it's going to be a lot worse than he realizes. Or it, they're going to they're going to obvi- obviously he he's not going to be able to control powers beyond this realm or whatever. And he's going to have to turn on them. And maybe even like in defenders, we'll see Fisk fighting alongside because he really doesn't want the same kind Ooh. of destruction. You know, I'm, I'm I don't just know. the way they're building Fisk. I could absolutely see that being. Uh, a possibility where Fisk, where Fisk could be a uh, an ally to the defenders in a fight against greater evil forces. Or maybe not. Maybe he's just straight up with the evil forces. But... No, I'm trying to piece together the things that Stick said. Um, when he was saying that... Um, you can show Fisk that he needs to be afraid of you because you went and kicked the guy that he's afraid of in the nuts. Oh yeah, that's right. So whoever, Ooh, that, that seems pretty legit. Def. So Fisk definitely knows this person that's sending black sky through Nobu. So yeah, all this is connected. Oh my god, man. And what's really funny is that they probably at least hint at it a little bit more here and there throughout the rest of the series, and the people that have watched all of the series are listening to us going, you bunch of idiots, it's this. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're, I'm sure people that uh, have seen the whole season know a lot more than we know. Um, but man, this, this, this episode opens up so many possibilities that I wasn't expecting for the series, so... Uh, I'm glad I don't know more about Daredevil. I'm kind of glad we didn't do much uh, research beforehand. We talked about doing a comic reading or something like that, but um, I'm kind of glad because I just didn't know where this was going <laughs> at all. Yeah. And I have read I have read a good bit of Daredevil growing up, and I never had saw any mystical elements. I, it was always like, you know, Daredevil just fighting whatever crime was around. <laughs> um, you read the wrong ones then. Apparently so. Apparently so. All right. Well, uh... Does that wrap it up for you? I think that's a, that's about wraps it up. The other, I don't know that I have enough of another theory to uh, to really divulge it, because that one was my first one. I was like, that looks a lot like Baron Mordo's haircut <laughs> and body type, because Baron Mordo is a, a strong dude. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at He's pictures a- of Baron Mordo. That definitely does look like his haircut. And I, n- none of the... Uh, He's a very physical character. None of these uh, pictures of Bear Mordo have his shirt off. <laughs> um, you, need to, you need to watch that Doctor Strange animated film. I will. I will. Um, very you got to get over the fact that it's a kid's film, though. Really? See, I, I, I didn't think it seemed too kiddy. That's what I said whenever I was first watching it. But it is made for children. It just, it's not, it doesn't cater to them. And it's official. My Google search results now contain the phrase Baron Mordo shirt off. <laughs> I think that means it's time to go to bed, kitties. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Jeff. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now. But I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? <sighs> get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. 